don't allow fear in your heart. When you have the king of the universe living on the inside of you with access to all he's given and everything that he's given and everything that he's done, why would we fear? Because we actually see that thing as a bigger threat than the power of God on the inside of us. So we're going to be talking about Christ in you. If you heard the message from last week, we started it. We're going to be talking about Christ in you. And the scripture actually says that he is the hope of glory on the inside of us. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. Uh, it'll, be on, it'll be in the Amplified Version. It'll be up on the screen here. But you say, that's me. Okay, now when I read this, this is all about you, this scripture. But you have been anointed, uh, but you have been anointed by, you hold a sacred appointment from, you have been given an unction from the Holy One, Holy Spirit. And you all know the truth, or you know all things. That's pretty, pretty amazing when you think about it. He's saying that you've been given a sacred appointment from God. You've been given an unction or a power from the Holy One on the inside of you. You do know the truth. You bear witness with the truth because the truth himself lives in your heart, Jesus, by the Holy Spirit. Or you know all things. Well, if I just, I have, I've heard people say this so many times. Well, if I just had a crystal ball, I'd be a rich person. You do. His name is the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that he will show you all things to come. He will show you what to do. He will show you how to succeed. That's why as we're going through this whole thing with COVID, we're not going to beat up on each other. We're not going to divide. We're not going to, you know, be in one camp or the other camp. We're going to be in the, we love and support everybody going through this, no matter where you're at or what you're going through. We love and support you. We don't kick you to the curb. We don't do that. We don't kick anybody to the curb. We embrace everybody. And we know that because the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us, we can follow our heart and he'll show us what to do. And that is truth. That's why we tell you if you feel led to come with a mask on because that makes you feel more comfortable with your situation, come with a mask. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, so we let everybody just follow their heart. But you have been given a special ability an endowment of power. You have been enabled by his anointing on us and in us. It's actually in us, therefore it's on us. Follow me. It's in us and therefore it comes upon us. What is? The power of God the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead, that power, that healing power, that resurrection power is living on the inside of you and has provided everything. It says, have been given. You've been provided everything that you could possibly need for life and for godliness. Lives on the inside of you, abides. That's why I don't have to fear. I don't have to fear. I don't have to be afraid of nothing because God is always going to take care of me. You know, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this bill? I got to be honest with you, right now I got a bill facing me. I just laugh at it. Okay, cool. God, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do this? Uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be great because he'll do it. 
He always does. But I just don't fret and I just don't fear about that stuff anymore. What are you going to do? I don't know. God will have to take care of it. What's going to happen if he doesn't come through? Well, if he, then he'd let, he'd let me down. What are you going to do that? Well, that'd be the first time that ever happened, so I have no idea. <laughs> he won't let you down. Trust me. Absolutely won't let you down. Remember the Holy Spirit's who we're talking about. He lives on the inside of us. I want you to say this with a conviction. Say, I am anointed. Now, that word anointing is just such a foreign word to us, right? I mean, it's just kind of like, sounds like an old Pentecostal something. You know, oh, it's the anointing. Like when we were in the Pentecostal church, nobody knew what the anointing was. Somebody go running down the aisle, there's the anointing. Somebody go falling out, there's the anointing. No, the anointing is the Holy Spirit. It's not the manifestations of what happens. He is the anointing. And he lives on the inside of us, so we are anointed. Let's just review real quick. John 14, 15, and 16, one verse apiece. This is what the Holy Spirit does, and he lives on the inside of you. But the comforter, the counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit. He's all of those things, guys. All six of them. Well, actually, it's seven. Comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, means he's praying for you. Advocate means he's on your side. Strengthener means when you feel like you can't go another foot, he's going to make you go a mile. Standby, he's always standing by just in case there's trouble. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. I love that. He will teach you all things and he will recall, will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. He is there to represent us and act on our behalf. Holy Spirit's living on the inside of me, and he's on there on the inside to act on my behalf. The Holy Spirit, his acts of being counselor, helper, so on and so forth, these things are the things that he does for us. So in that list, comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, can anybody think of a problem that would come through that would maybe he hasn't covered here? I can't think of one. That's pretty. That's that's about as all-encompassing as it gets. And he will give you supernatural recall of Scripture during difficult times. Ever, hap that ever happened to you before? A scripture came up in your heart or you heard a Scripture. You All of a sudden you had a thought about a Scripture. You said, oh, I had this wonderful thought about a Scripture. Guess where it came from? The Holy Spirit is not does not make you weird. I want to reemphasize that. The Holy Spirit does not make you weird. I think you could be spiritual and not weird. Let me say it again. I think you could be spiritual and not weird. You don't have to be spooky, right? Just got to be full of Jesus. But when we're walking in this life, we're walking in the natural, but we're also walking in the supernatural, hand in hand with God. So no matter what natural step we take, we're actually stepping into a supernatural step within the natural step. I did not write that down. That was just in my heart. Supernatural. Every time that you take a natural step, you're actually stepping out in his supernatural power in that natural step. So everything you could possibly need is right in that supernatural step. Got everything that you need right there. John 15, 26. When the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby comes, 
whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who comes proceeds from the Father, he will testify regarding me. The Holy Spirit will always, say always, not like you mean it, always. He will always lead you back to Jesus. Always, always, always. He will always cause you to keep your eyes on Jesus. He will always lead you out of earning versus trusting. He will always lead you out of works Verse, I believe. Always going to be leading you out of, boy, what's my part to, I've already done it all for you. Pastor John, what are you saying? That we just sit back and just blah, 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 and we, we do nothing? Of course I'm not saying we just sit back and do nothing, but in your heart you do. There's a rest in your heart that you sit back on that it's like, no matter what happens, man, I ain't moving off this spot. This spot is where God wants me. I'm staying right on this spot. And he's going to anoint every natural step with my supernatural step. So when people in the natural, people who don't know Jesus are walking in the natural and they don't know what's coming and they have no crystal ball, you are walking in supernatural steps with God, with his favor on you completely, his wisdom over you all the time, walking in this resurrection power so that if there is somebody sick, you can lay hands on them and Bam, they're healed. So if somebody, you're walking up into the public's parking lot and the Lord puts something supernatural on your heart to say to somebody who's at a car and you're like, they're going to think I'm the biggest weirdo. They're going to think I'm the biggest weirdo. But, the, but you just know that you know it's God. So what do you do? You go up there and say, hey, I don't want this to be a weird thing or anything, but I just saw you over there and God really put something in my, you don't have to go over, thus saith the Lord. God just told me to come over here and just to say this word to you. Does this, I don't even know if this means anything to you. And if it doesn't, you can just put it on the shelf. But this is what the Lord put in my heart. I guarantee you that person, is their whole life could be turning on a dime because of what you're saying to them or what you're doing for them or walking in the supernatural, walking in the gifts of the Spirit. Oh, only real spiritual people walk in the gifts of the Spirit. Who said? Who said? I walk in the gifts of the Spirit all the time. I do. That doesn't make me spiritual. It's just I'm learning and growing on how to walk in the gifts of the Spirit all the time. I get a word for somebody. Text them. Hey, man, was thinking about you today. Just want you to know that this is what the Lord wants you to know today. Boom. What is that? That's a supernatural gift of the Spirit. And he uses that to help us. Okay? John 16, 13. But when he, Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit, comes, he will guide you into all truth, the whole full truth. God will never lead you away from his word. He will never say, okay, this is a brand new doctrine and I have no word to give you. That is the devil. If I don't have truth for it, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with it. So God will give you the truth. He will not speak his message on his own authority, but he will tell you whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come what that will happen in the future. Wish I had a crystal ball. Yeah, really do. Well, Lord, I just don't know which way this stock is going. He does. I had a friend, my friend Steve, long, long time ago, had this stock. You'd remember Steve Mitchell. You know, my buddy. He's in heaven with Jesus now, but Tasha's daddy. And Steve had this stock that was just killing it. I mean... No reason to sell it. And the Lord told him one day, 
you need to, you need to sell that stock immediately. He's like, Lord, are you crazy? This thing's making me a killing. This is the, I, I'm, I gotta want to sell this. And he, did, he said he couldn't get away from it for like two days. So he went to his wife and he said, the Lord told me to sell this stock. She went through this whole thing. Are you crazy? Are you nuts? This is what the Lord told me. But I think it was five days later that stock completely plummeted and he would have lost everything. The Holy Spirit showed him what was to come. God will do that for you. Sometimes we miss the signals. He's telling us to do something. You ever do that? You go through a situation, you go, oh, that was God trying to say something to me right there. You ever do that? I think we all do, right? We're learning and growing, and there's nothing wrong with that. You make a mistake, you miss it, you, whatever. We're learning and growing. Don't despise your mistakes. They're part of your journey. I, that's how I've gotten now. It's like I don't look at the things that have hurt me most in my life and say, oh, gosh, you know, those have been... I, I hate those. I don't even want to think about them. No, man, those things made me a part of who I am today. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I came through it. Me and Jesus came through it. So I should be, that should be a good thing, right? Let's go to 1 John uh, 2.27. I want to read this to you. But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction, which you receive from him, abides permanently in you. So then you have no need that anyone should instruct you. But just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything and is true and is no falsehood, so you must abide in, live in, never depart from him, being rooted in him, knit to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. We need to understand, first of all, and I stopped that his, his anointing, sacred appointment abides in you permanently. You don't lose that because you miss it. You don't lose that because you sin. You don't lose that because you were a jerk to your wife. You don't lose that because you cuss somebody out at work and you really feel bad about it. You don't lose that. He permanently abides in you forever. Permanently abides with you. So he's there forever. And or or we just need to understand and know that we have permanently received the Holy Spirit. He isn't leaving because we blow it. Or he's in there, but you feel so grieved and condemned about your life that you ask for nothing. That's what the devil does. He beats you up and condemns you so you won't ask for nothing, so that, God, that you won't bear fruit, so that you won't glorify God. This is the whole thing behind it. We don't need someone to help us grow in our relationship with God. We don't need someone. We need pastors and we need teachers. Yeah, we do. We do. But the Bible's telling us here through, through this scripture that the Holy Spirit will teach us. See, that's why your journey is different from my journey. There's certain things that I need and that the Holy Spirit's going to take me to get to this point in my life that are completely different than the way he deals with you. But thank God that we have the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the life guide on the inside to guide us through all those things. And then there's people who say, well, you know, I don't listen to man. I only listen to God. I don't take uh, instruction from anybody. No, you don't. You don't listen to God one bit. Liar. I went over really good. You know, you, oh, I, you know, I don't listen to man. I listen to God. You know what? If, if you're not subject to man, you are not subject to God. You've got to be able to be subject to man to be subject to God. Subject to man to be subject to God. Subject, what, 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 wait a minute, I don't get it. What, what does that mean? What I'm saying is, is that 
if if you think that you and God got it all together and you don't need the body around you or you don't need, you know, uh, other things around you to help you or help you grow and and you just, you know, I'm just this type of spiritual. Boy, oh boy, are you setting yourself up for a rude awakening. We don't want to do that. So I, I want to say this to you. If you say that you listen to God, you're also loving and serving man. Because that's what he does every day of our lives. He loves us. He serves us. He loves us. He serves us. He loves us. He serves us. Colossians 2.20 says this. If then you have died. So this is the ultimate. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, the antidote. Let's come around to that in a moment. If then you have died with Christ to the material ways of looking at things and have escaped from the world's crude and elemental notions and teachings of externalism, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to rules and regulations such as, do not handle this, do not taste that, do not even touch them, referring to things of all which perish with being used. To do this is to follow human precepts and doctrines. Such practices have indeed have the outward appearance that popularly passes for wisdom in promoting self-imposed rigor of devotion and delight and self-humiliation and severity of the discipline of the body, but they are no value in checking the indulgence of the flesh, the lower nature. Instead, they do not honor God, but they serve only to indulge the flesh. What we're talking about here is the idea of religion. Religion. It's the idea of about God, but really it's without God. About God, but it's really not about God. About God, but it's really not about Him. That's, that's religion. This idea is, is I can earn my way with God. If I do certain things, if I earn and do certain things, then I'll get into heaven. If I earn and do certain things, then God will give me that blessing or that promotion or that raise or that big breakthrough I've been waiting for. All that thinking is you'll never catch that carrot ever. Trust me, I chased it for 20-something years. Can't, you, can't, you can't catch it. Chase that carrot all your life. You'll never catch it. But there is an ease when we quit trying to do that and we start to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. I want to I encourage you guys. You remember that Jesus said in Matthew 15, he said, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. This scripture scares me more than probably any scripture in the Bible. Because the thought of honoring God with my lips, but my heart is not really connected to him, scares me. Because that's how you get religious, and that's how you hurt people. And I'll never want to do that. I'm going to keep my heart just at a place where not only am I honoring him with my lips, but my heart is very near to him. Don't you want to be like that? I know you do. I know you do. You know, the antidote is simply this. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. The moment that you're trying to figure out where you missed it, well, you know, the reason that this came into my life is because I missed it. Because I did this, because I did that, because I, I, the minute you get on I, 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 you're off of Jesus. Get back on the Holy Spirit. Stop looking at you. 
Let him instruct you, okay, now you need to walk circumspectly. You need to walk this way. You need to do this. Okay, good. Now now you need to come over here. Now you need to do that. Okay, good. Now if you'll do this, okay, good. Now, and then he'll line you back up in the blessing lane, just like he always does, right? But we do not need to be looking at ourselves. We need to be looking at Jesus. Colossians 3, 1 and 2, and I'll end with this. So if you're serious about, I love this in the message, it's so good. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorb with things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. We get so absorbed in this life when we were made to soar above it. We get so absorbed in this life when we were made to soar above it. You still see all the problems, you still all see all the stuff, but you are free from the burden and the care of it. That's where we're supposed to live. Um, you have something? Come on, babe. Yeah, grab that. Uh, which one, David? That's good. You got him, Dave? You will be in a second. We've got you now. Go ahead. Um, so something I keep thinking about is fundamentals. And I keep thinking about, you know, like with sports, um, teams and stuff, what you see out on the field is just uh, not even a, a fragment of what happens in practice. Right. And, um, you know, during this time, just I can share what the Lord has been putting in my heart, but it is it is doing things without feelings, and it's going back to basics. It's praying. It's praying in the Spirit. It's getting in the Word, putting the Word in, um, trusting that the Word does it, the work. That's what I love about God, because like when we are faithless, and I, how many of us feel so drained of faith, and the enemy's coming and saying, you know, um, God's not hearing you. God's not going to answer your prayer. God's not going to come through. Um, just almost getting back to just, you can't let those basics go. You can't, you have to just take your vitamins every day. And this yeah. is what's going to cause that firm foundation. It's going to keep us steady. It's going to keep us strong in the year. Um, and at the same time, when you're putting the Word of God in and when you're praying, then the Holy Spirit has so much to work with. And that's when, you know, things can come up. Because, like, you think, how... How am I going to have a scripture come up? You've got to take that time to put the word of God in you. And even um, when it doesn't feel like, number one, it's not fun. You don't feel like it. You don't think it's doing anything. This is a time where we just have to stay focused and 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 keep doing the fundamentals that we know to do. Yeah, that's good. For the new year. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you put that back? Thank you. That's great, babe. You know, I'll just end with this. When we see things from his perspective, we understand who we are, what we have been given, and whom is living within us. We walk in power and peace carried by grace. So I just really want to encourage you guys. Um, if there's a theme for this year uh, for us as a church, it is living out of your heart. Learning to live out of the abundance on the inside of you. Because there is and abundance on the inside of you. Father, we thank you tonight so much for, for the time that we've had together. I just pray that these words would penetrate deep within the hearts of people. I pray that you'd open up the eyes of their understanding so that they'd know the truth and that truth would make them completely free. We thank you for it, Lord. Jesus, be glorified in our lives in this, in this week 
Thank you that the favor that surrounds each and every one of these families watching us, each and every one of these families here tonight, thank you that they absolutely run in the abundance and provision of Jesus because of what's on the inside of them, even this week. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. And I haven't gotten a chance to say hello to you. Please make sure you come say hi.